It is time for our Enchanted Forest Story Hour. Snuggle in, children, because we have a story for you. The last we heard, James Henry Trotter had just been given a strange bag full of green things from an elven man who lived in the forest. And James stood there, clutching the bag, staring at the old man. And now, the old man said, all you've got to do is this. Take a large jug of water and pour all the little green things into it. Then, slowly, very slowly, one by one, add ten hairs from your own head. That sets them off. It gets them going. In a couple of minutes, the water will begin to froth and bubble furiously. And as soon as that happens, my dear... You will find it churning and boiling and steaming. And immediately after that, marvelous things will start happening to you. Fabulous, unbelievable things. And you will never be miserable again in your life. Because you are miserable, aren't you? You needn't tell me. I know all about that. Now off you go and do exactly as I say, and don't whisper a word of this to those horrible ants of yours. Not a word. And don't let those green things in there get away from you either, because if they do escape... They will be working their magic upon somebody else instead of you. And that isn't what you want at all, is it, my dear? Whoever they meet first, be it bug, insect, animal, or tree, that will be who gets their full power of their magic. So hold the bag tight. Don't tear the paper. Off you go. Hurry up. Don't wait. Now's the time. Hurry! And with that, the old man turned away and disappeared back into the forest. The very next moment, James was running back toward the house as fast as he could go. He would go and do this in the kitchen, he told himself. If only he could get there without his Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spiker seeing him. He was terribly excited, and he flew through the long grasses and the stinging nettles, not caring whether he was stung or not on his bare knees. And in the distance, he could see his Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spike were still sitting in the chairs, but now their backs were towards him. He swerved away to try to avoid their gazes if they had looked back, but his foot slipped in the middle of the garden, and he fell right next to that old peach tree that peach tree that didn't grow any peaches. And the paper bag must have burst open as it hit the ground, and the thousands of tiny little green things scattered in all of the directions. James immediately picked himself up and brushed his hands onto his knees 
and stared, searching around for his precious treasure. But what is this? They were all sinking into the soil. He could actually see them wiggling and twisting as they burrowed their way down into the hard earth. And at once, he reached out a hand and picked some of them up before it was too late. But they disappeared right under his fingers. He went after some of the others, and the same thing happened, and he began scrambling around frantically in order to find and catch a hold of whatever was left. But they all just vanished right into the earth, and it felt like in the mere split second of time they had all vanished. And James felt like crying. He would never be able to get them back now, they were lost, lost, lost forever. But where had they all gone to? And why in the world would they have been so eager to push down into the dirt like that? What were they after? There was nothing down there, nothing except for the roots of an old peach and a whole lot of earthworms and centipedes and insects that lived in and on the soil. But what had that old man said? Whoever they meet first, be it bug or insect or animal or tree, that will be the one who gets the magic. Good heavens, thought James. What is going to happen in case if they do meet an earthworm or a centipede or a spider? And what if they do get into the roots of that peach tree? Get up at once, you lazy little beast! A voice was suddenly shouting in James's ear, and James glanced up to see his Aunt Spiker standing over him, grim and tall and bony, staring at him through her steel-rimmed spectacles. Get up and get over there and finish chopping those logs immediately! Aunt Sponge came waddling up behind her sister to see what was going on. Why don't we just leave him in the well? We'll put him in a bucket and lower him down and keep him there overnight. That ought to teach him not to be lazy and just lazy around under the trees all day long. That is a very good idea. My dear sponge, but first, let's make him finish chopping up all that wood. Be off with you at once, you hideous brat, and do some work. Sadly and slowly, poor James got up off the ground, and he went back to the woodpile. Oh, if only he hadn't slipped and fallen and dropped that precious bag. All the hope of a happier life had completely gone now. Tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, he would be punished. He picked up the chopper and was just about to start chopping when he heard a sound behind him that made him stop and turn. Snip! Snap, snout, this tale's told out. Well, young enchanted forest listeners, 
we bid you good night. Sweet dreams.